It is your host, Cash Money Morgan. You guys, it's a solo pod. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I really love solo pods. Um, I mean, I love my guests, obviously. I have them on. I love talking to them. I love getting to know them. I love their stories. Obviously, that's why I interview them. But there's something so special about a solo pod. And I just want to give a shout out to everyone who would say to me, like, you're so weird for talking to yourself, you know, when I was 10 years old. And now, you know, I do marketing and sales and I have a podcast. So I'm like... What do you do? Like, you know, but for real though, I see these TikToks all the time and it's like people will talk to themselves. You know, what jobs do you have now? And I don't know. Let me know because that's what I do. So there has been a lot of updates. Um, but kind of before we get into that stuff, I just want to give right away the vibe of this podcast episode. Um, so this episode is actually coming straight out of my heart. Um, it's going to be kind of vulnerable and it's probably going to be a little bit deep. And not as funny as yeah, as my usual ones. Um, I'm just kind of gonna really talk about my current struggle and a little bit about contentment and how hard it can be, and also just a little bit of growth and um, stuff like that. So that's kind of the vibe for this one. But before we get into that, one, I just want to say a few things. Point being. One, you don't really know what anyone is ever going through in life. We don't know. We don't know what um, the person next door is going, someone at work. So regardless of if you know someone or not, be kind to them because you don't know if it's the best day of their life, the worst day of their life. And I just think that's really important. Um, Two, and this is kind of hard, and this is something that speaks to myself as well, but have hope for other people. Like, uh, this is super, I wasn't going to share this, but whatever. The other day I came out of work and I parked my car. You know, I live downtown. I'm surrounded by homeless people all the time. I started making a list of all the things they say to me. Um, it's getting kind of funny, honestly. Um, but typically, you know, some people ask me for money. I don't ever have cash on me. But this one day I had cash on me because I won a bet at work, you know, you know who you are. Suck it. Um, I'm just kidding. But anyways, I had like $5 on me and it, and then I'm walking into my apartment and this homeless guy is just like, Hey, he was kind of aggressive as a woman. I'm like scared of men in general. So he's like, Hey, and he was like, can I just talk to you for a second? And he just kind of starts getting into, um, like, Hey, like, thank you so much for stopping and talking to me. I just want to let you know that I just got a job at the battlefield McDonald's. I'm going to work there, blah, 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 all this stuff. He was like, the lady down the street just gave me $8. I'm just trying to get enough money to get a bus pass so I can go to work. And, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, it's a minute responsibility. Like, I don't have any money, sorry. But to me, I was like, look, the odd chance I have $5. This is a homeless guy who's asking money for a bus pass to go to a job. He definitely could be lying to me. He's a man. I'm just kidding. I'm not saying all men are liars, but I mean, he could have been lying to me, but honestly, on the off chance that he isn't, on the off chance that I could be a contributing factor to this man wanting a better future for himself, I said, yeah, absolutely. And he started talking about God and all this stuff. I was like, look, here's my $5. I said, I'll come visit you at work. And I don't know if that scared him or whatnot, but maybe that scared him into making sure he went to work. But I just was like, you know, God bless you, dude. Like, here's, I even give a podcast card. I was like, whenever you have enough money for a phone, tune in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I just kind of was thinking about that and you know I think we're so used to having 
you know, people ask for money or homeless people or all these things, but it's, you know, don't forget that they're people and don't forget to like this guy, he could have been lying to me, but the off chance that he's not, I'm so grateful that I could maybe even just help him just take a step further into starting the life that he wants to live and really, you know, contributing and helping society, all these things, just getting out of that lifestyle. And so I don't know why I shared that. I really wasn't planning on that. Um, but maybe, maybe someone needed to hear that. I don't really know. Anyways, so we're getting into the life update. So that was, I guess, point two. Point three, I don't know what I'm doing ever. Like, <laughs> I think some people look at me and they're like, oh, Morgan has her own place. Like she has a full-time job. She has a podcast. She has a shopping problem. She, this girl is really good at ping pong. Like this girl just has it all together. Like absolutely not. Like I wish you guys could just see my life. No, but here's the thing. A lot of it is just like fake it till you make it. And even like I studied communication uh, in youth ministry and you know, all these different things in college. And now I do marketing. So when I got my job, there were a lot of things I didn't know. And I had to just research and learn and take a, take the time to learn. And I think that's the difference between so many people is we're just like, Oh, we don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Okay. Half of us in the whole world don't know what we're doing, but are you trying to figure it out? Like, are you trying to learn? Are you trying something new? And so I think that's just kind of what I'm doing. Like, every day and even the podcast you know people are like well what's your end goal what what's the long-term end goal and i'm like look man i know where i want to be a year from now maybe a year and a half but i don't try to have my plans too tight because i want you know god to be able to open the doors and do whatever as far as i'm concerned i'm like we're just keeping this thing going making it bigger better you know more funds all these things um that's that's my that's my thing so um, I just want to encourage you that you don't have to have it all together. I a hundred percent do not. And I don't know what I'm doing. A lot of it is like, even in this podcast, which we're going to do it, or having a podcast party. And I dropped that in the last episode and all the stuff entitled with that. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know. You have to have insurance to throw like an event. Didn't know that. Um, but yeah, so you're just learning it. You're taking it day by day. And if it is a passion of yours, it's something that it, even part of God's plan, doors will open and you'll be okay. And even in times of uncertainty, and I don't know, I have been having so many people in my life who are mentors or helping me in the areas that I lack. And so just kind of trust the process and have faith in some of that and don't trip. Um, yeah, so definitely, definitely that. Okay, so I guess, I don't know if I should start with like the sad stuff first or the fun stuff. Let me think about it. No, 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 no. Sad or fun. Um, yeah, let's just start with the fun because whatever. So September was a really interesting month. Um, a lot of stuff happened. One, I actually made a list. And if, if you're one of my close friends, I started doing this thing where I start making the highlights of each month. Just because I wanna reflect on everything I accomplished, good and bad. Um, so this is the one I made for September. And if you're one of my close friends, you obviously know that. So number one, I was told by someone, um, that I needed, do I ever eat? Which to some people is a compliment. To me, it is not. <laughs> Telling someone who used to have a puking problem, do you ever eat? Is like the worst thing ever. And I don't, I don't have any, you know, shame on this person who said this. I think it was a, you know, an older person who doesn't understand the context of what that really means today. But 
in order to change this whole kind of thing that gets said a lot, I just want to encourage you that if you are trying to compliment someone, do it out of a place that isn't so, you know, be like, oh, you look good. Your body looks great. Like, I think that is something that we say commonly today. I don't feel like we need to shame someone um, because they look any other type of way, you know, especially like attacking like and and I don't mean this any harm because I really don't think this person um knew what they were saying really but I think sometimes when people are so focused on a certain area on their body they just like look at that over and over and over on other people's bodies and so I just want to say like I took that like it hurt my feelings, okay? I went to coach that day. Like, it hurt my feelings. Um, and I know this person didn't really mean anything by it, but I just want to say, if, if you are doing something like that, please stop. Because um, as someone who is thinner and has had issues um, just in a relationship with food, you don't want to hear it. You think that there's something wrong with you. And that's, that's not right. That's not right. Uh, so that was told to me, but uh, two, I bought some new shoes, obviously, point CA, 4B. Yeah, so I got some new shoes. Um, I don't really do the whole, like, back to school, like, fall wardrobe, nah. I kind of just seek out, like, one really good staple item and just kind of add it into my wardrobe when I feel like I need something like that. So, yes, I got some new shoes. Uh, three, I went on the radio. I went on KADI. It was so fun with Marla. Uh, I'm still kind of editing it. I don't really know, um, but it was really fun just to talk about, you know, do radio breaks and kind of get back on the audience that I used to have when I was a couple of years ago. So that was a really awesome opportunity. Uh, just being like being a 23 year old and being like, oh, what'd you do today? Yeah, I went on the radio. Like that was that was a kind of a surreal like ah uh, moment, you know. And I am just extremely grateful when I get opportunities like that. Um, so that was really amazing. Let's see here. I, um, was asked to be an Evangel alumni spotlight. That was super cool. Um, I've just been trying to plug in more as an alumni in general, just because I am in Springfield and I do have a podcast. So just being able to kind of have access to more guests and stuff like that. But being asked that was just super awesome. And I am really, really grateful for all the opportunities that Evangel kind of has given me and their confidence and belief in me. Uh, that is just a reflection of my good college experience with them, um, but also how they do really care about me outside of college. Uh, try to find that at MSU. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I really like MSU. Uh, no, but for real, that was that was really cool of them. Um, I felt really honored. I made some new friends. I do this thing where I just make friends everywhere. So I think I bought like a jacket off of uh, Most Date Girls, which is like a clothing uh, switcheroo thing. It's like Facebook Marketplace, but it's a girl group really just for the Springfield area. And I remember this, I like walked into this girl's apartment and I was thinking about living there. And I walk in, we just instantly became good friends and just started, you know, talking it up and vibing, you know, and we we're like, oh, we should collab in the future. And so just making these on the spot friends. But at the same time, I don't really just consider them on the spot. Like, I really just think that stuff is really intentional. And I just don't believe in a lot of coincidences, really. Um, so that was just cool to meet people who are also kind of in the entrepreneur mindset um, and are in Springfield, which is all going to tie into my main, my main thing of this episode. Uh, my dad was able to come and visit. I hadn't seen him since Miami. That was super cool. I showed him all my spots and the new crib. Um, it was really, he was like, man, this place is small, but he did really like it. So that was really fun. Uh, and I did beat him in ping pong three times. 
I've never really beat my dad in anything, really. <laughs> um, but I beat him in ping pong. And so, I, Dad, I love you, but I really know that hurt your ego. That's okay. <laughs> Just practice for Christmas break. You know, I'm going to come in hot. Uh, yeah. And last but not least, I got highlights in my hair. I'm just like one of those people where your hair like means your, you know, your total identity. So when I dyed my hair black, that had like such a meaning for me. I just wanted to completely feel like a different person than I had um, really. And so just adding some highlights in my hair. This is so corny. Like, I don't know if anyone else thinks this way, but adding a little bit of brown highlights to my hair makes me feel like I'm entering more of a stable, like, wifey area. I think my black hair, I just, not that I was, like, soulless or anything, but my black hair was very much, like, I'm in it. I'm struggling. I'm, like, I'm doing me. Uh, uh, like this like strong like feminine energy and I think like my brown highlights more is like okay like do you want a snack like do you want to have some hot chocolate like let's just chill I like more of like a softer um kind of era which is I just feel like I'm working on with my own emotions anyways so <laughs> I know people are like you are so weird I know I know okay I know I am like whatever <laughs> moving on so that's kind of the fun stuff of this episode and that was this past month and a lot has happened a lot has happened in a short amount of time and I am really really grateful the podcast space too for this podcast party has been a total god thing as well um it ended up being my dream space super close to my apartment and originally it's like nine hundred dollars I went in there the guy I mean they have everything I need like microphones projectors open seating great windows the guy was like if you if you rent it and give me your money before this date we'll get it to you for 500 then I get I'm like oh my gosh yes are you kidding of course but then like a couple days ago I get an email saying that he accidentally overbooked the date I wanted. And so if I move the date, he's going to give me tickets to the fundraiser that was booked on the original date and even discount my, my, you know, amount even more. So I'm sitting here like, I get it, God, like, you want this party to happen? (laughs) Like, I get it. But that was huge. Like, I, that is, this is supposed to happen. This is supposed to happen. And it's very exciting Um, And it's very, it's very amazing. So all these awesome things are happening in my life, but I'm going to be real about my personal struggle. Like this is, um, this is going to be real for me. So I live in Springfield, Missouri, right? I went to, you know, college here from Green Bay. Um, Springfield is a very quirky place, but I do like it. Um, But for a, for a long time, I've just felt like I do not belong here. I feel like I'm a city girl. I feel like I'm a beach girl. Like, I just don't feel like this is the place that I want to raise a family someday. Um, And if you're close with me, obviously you've heard me vent about this a million times. And something is that's also hard for me is like romantic relationships. Um, I just feel like in Springfield, like men aren't super pursuing here. And even when I go places or if I, you know, pop by somewhere, typically when I go in other cities, I usually, this is, I don't want to sound like (laughs) cocky or anything, but typically like I have men approach me, like, you know, they want to talk to me, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know if it's like this confidence I have. I don't really know, but typically, you know, I know that something like that is going to happen. But in Springfield or, you know, just in certain, you know, spots I go to or whatever it just like doesn't really feel like that's a thing 
Um, and I'm not really sure why. I definitely think demographic has a lot to do with it. I don't know if I necessarily want to, you know, I don't really know, okay? But I'm just saying, all I'm saying is that Miami was different than Springfield, and Nashville was different than Springfield, and Kansas City is different than Springfield, but that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways, um, so relationally in general for me, I have just struggled, I want to say, like, in my life. High school, never really had a boyfriend. Um, I always thought high school was going to be, like, high school musical, and it wasn't. And I was, I'm still mad about it, honestly. Um, but then when I came to college, so in high school, I talked to a couple dudes. I was, I'm, I'm always really picky about it, and I'm always super um, selective. So there was probably, like, two dudes I actually talked to in a serious way in high school. Like, never actually dated, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> just very kind of like a little bit serious. And then when I came to college, you know, you on dates and all these things, blah, blah, blah. And then I actually was in a little bit of a toxic situationship for a really long time. And when, got, when I got out of it, like it has just taken me a really long time to heal and really just kind of rewire my brain on certain things and have to really, you know, I'm the kind of person where I have to deal with stuff and dissect it and work through it. Some people just do not want to even bring up it, bring it up because they just want to move on and not reflect on it. I'm someone where I have to really, I'm a words person, so I have to really like re, re-navigate, re, I don't know, I don't know. But I feel like I'm in a really great place. Um, but the season of life I'm in, you know, you're post-college, you're in Springfield, you're in your bag. Um, all of my friends are in relationships. Like I feel like I literally attract couples um, it's really weird. <laughs> I also attract blonde women. <laughs> Not romantically, but like all my friends are blondes, except for Alexis. Love you, girl. Um, but seriously, like I'm like the only brunette. But I kind of love it because I like being different. Um, back to what I'm saying. Sorry, ADHD. But <laughs> um, all my friends are in relationships. Some of my friends are even having kids. And I am really happy for them. I love that for them. And I'm not really ready. Like, I'm not ready to be married. I'm not ready, really, definitely not ready to have a kid. Like, I'm still kind of, like, would love to pay a surrogate to have a kid for me someday, which is just totally, you know, I'm like, Morgan, shut up. Like, have your own baby. But I just don't want my body to change. <laughs> I'm always sick, too. So I'm like, I do not want to do it. Pregnancy. Anyways, stay on topic. So, so surrounded by all these couples and all these things and that on top of men aren't really pursuing me in Springfield on top of I love the ocean I don't really love the demographic of Springfield so it's not that I get in like this depressive mode but I get disappointed in my environment I but then so you have this like disappointment in my environment but then you have all these things God is doing in my life like oh okay let me give this to you at work you know oh podcast space oh why don't you interview this person like this is falling in your lap like boom 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 and so I know like this is what God has for me here but then it's so hard because I'm like okay well do I even want a day if I want to move somewhere someday I don't want to raise a family blah, 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 all these things and it's like your career and like all these things God wants and then loneliness and like not having romantic relationships and all these things and I've been talking seriously about this stuff with a bunch of my mentors. And they're like, Morgan, give Springfield a chance. Like, your man could be here. He could want to travel with you. Like, give Springfield a chance. It is beautiful here. So then I go to church, and I walk in, and she's like, okay, so we're talking about contentment. I'm like, oh, shoot. And she basically just said all this great stuff, but what really got me is, 
you know, she was like, no matter where you are, or even if you like your circumstance, like God is with you and you are okay. Like you are okay. You know, you don't need all these things to be happy and content. Like God is with you. You will be okay. And I'm going to be a hundred percent transparent with this podcast. Like I haven't been already like what? (laughs) No, but, um, I struggle with trust. Like I do have really bad trust issues. Um, there's things that have happened that obviously it's kind of like a traumatic response. Um, but it's, it's pretty tough. Like, you know, I, I can forgive people. I'm, I'm forgiving, but I'm, I, I feel weird about forgetting just because it's like, I need, I need to protect myself and I'm scared. And there's certain things where it's like, okay, just like forget and move on. But there's also things where it's like, how do I know you're not going to do it again? And with my relationship with God, like my relationship with God is like really good right now. And it's honestly been more personal. Like I've actually been spending time with God, which is something I really haven't done in a long time, to be honest with or like read the Bible for real. But um, I trust God so easily and openly with every area in my life, except for relationships, because I, I just felt like the only two really, you know, or one really big thing in my life was so awful (laughs) and it sucks though because it feels like that was the only thing that was passionate and real and so sometimes I doubt God like okay I'm 23 I haven't even been in a real healthy relationship like is it ever gonna happen for me like how old am I gonna be and then I start doubting God and then I want to get on apps and then I want to swipe on whoever and then I'm just instant gratification over and over and over and again but like that's not how God operates that's not how it works like tell me in the Bible like there were some moments where people got healed on the spot on site but there's a lot of times where they weren't there's a lot of times they had like wander in the wilderness for 40 years there's a lot my stomach my stomach issue is healed that took three years, three years, and figuring out that there's certain foods I can't eat. Now that I know that, I'm super cautious and good about my anxiety, stress, and what I eat, and I don't throw up. So I think in my life, I feel like, I mean, even when I pray, it's like that is the one thing that have my own personal, you know, life trust issues, and I'm having these trust issues with God with relationships, like God everything you need. Like when I was struggling with, you know, I was about to graduate college and not really knowing where to work. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to trust God. Like this is not, God showed me evangel. God showed me where I work, everything, the apartment, like all these things. It's like, boom, boom. I'm, I'm not even worried for a second about anything. I'm like, oh, he's totally fine. Like when my car breaks down someday, like psh, God will figure it out. Like I'm not even worried, but then I don't know why romantic relationships I'm like, well, obviously God doesn't know what he's doing because blah, 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 And I just have this trust barrier up. And when I spend time with God, he is like, he is like, bro, this is the one thing I want from you. Like, this is what I want. Like, you need to trust me in Springfield. You need to trust me in your relationships. Like, do you not think I'm big enough to literally have the right person for you? Like, do not settle for a scrub, Morgan. And... It's hard. It's hard. Especially like, you know, it's trendy to run back to an ex. It's trendy to just have like meaningless physical touch with people. It's trendy to do all these things. But you know what's not popular is not being toxic. 
like being healthy, being alone by yourself, enjoying your own time. Like that's not popular, but it's rewarding and it's good for you. And you're a whole person and you don't, there's so many things where people, you know, get into things when they really haven't dealt with their own stuff. And it's, um, it makes me sad for, for the other person on the other side who's trying to get into that relationship. And maybe that person isn't healed yet. Like it's just this whole thing. Um, but I know in my life, like, this is, this is a season. I've acknowledged it. I'm like, okay, God, like, this is really scary for me, but I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it all to you. Um, I don't, like, this is hard. I, I literally have these stress issues. <laughs> and I, okay, pause. Especially at my work, like, I play all these ping pong with all these shop guys. And I walk out there, like, death glare. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Like, let's play. You know, I play really good. And they're like, dang, like, Morgan's feeling it. And then I walk back into the office and I'm like, bye. And I think they just think I'm heartless. Like, and today one of them was like, so, um, not to be weird, but like, do you have feelings? Like, <laughs> I'm like, somewhere in there somewhere but then obviously like if you know me you know I cry when I see a dog like (laughs) they're in there um but that's what I'm working on so at least the past couple days it's just been really like me praying at night and in just the just the past couple days have been just this last week honestly has been awesome I've I've not really been worried about it and because I've haven't been shutting shutting Springfield down so much I actually have met some just pretty cool people in general and and I am giving it a chance because, you know, one of my mentors was right. She just said, you know, she she was like, do you not think God is big enough? Like, do you not think he can really handle this? You know, do you really do you really think that you're smarter than God? And for me, that hit because, you know, it is my biggest one of my biggest um, fears and, and trust issues area, I guess, is that whole, you know, will it ever happen for me or maybe it just won't. And it's just so stupid because I'm 23, but let's, it's, it's real stuff. Like, it's real stuff, honestly. Um, and so that's where I'm at. Like, that's my season. And that's why I said in the beginning of the pod episode, like, I don't have it all together. And I don't want anyone to ever think that I do. Like, I, I really appreciate, like, all the people that are there for me and let me vent and kind of, like, figure things out and spend time with God and direct me in that area because... Truly, I tweeted the other day, I was like, if I don't have, like, I need God, like, I need air. And I used to really not always feel that way, but being where I am now, I just feel so much more of a strong foundation as a person, and I'm, I'm not really fearful and um, of certain things, and just being able to trust just takes so much off your back, and that's something that I'm feeling stretched and I'm feeling in my life, and it is scary, but... You know, God has it all figured out and I don't need to. So that's my own personal struggle. Um, But I I also want to touch on to growth. And I want to apologize. This podcast episode is so like ping pong, like like I'm all over the place. But uh, sorry, that's just how my brain operates, honestly. (laughs) So I guess we can just kind of close that. So that's my struggle. That's where I'm at. Like that's what God's doing in my life. Um, and I wanted to be transparent about it because I don't know if anyone else is feeling this way where you, you feel like you're in a situation that you really just, you don't think you belong and you don't think there's anything for you there. But God says, just hold on, just give it a chance because you have no idea what I have in store for you. And so that's where I'm at on that. Okay. That was part one, part two. So I'm a nostalgic person. 
and I'm really big on growth. So um, I've always had a diary growing up, like since seventh grade, I had a diary and then I got to college and I just started putting it all on my computer and like having a diary. But I really, is it a diary or is it really like all the unsent emails that you write when you're angry? Like, <laughs> I feel like I only wrote in it when I was angry. So, But I'll read through it sometimes and I look back and I'll be like, man, that sucked or like, man, that was crazy. And to think like this is where I am now is just absolutely wild. Um, so I want to share this. So when I was touring the podcast space a couple of weeks ago, uh, some of you guys know the extent of my story. Some of you guys don't. I walked into this space and it was just the most amazing space I could have ever dreamt of to have a podcast party. And the guy, it was super chill, was giving me the tour. But um, I, I started crying. And he was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm like, yeah. I was like, it's just been a really hard two years. I said, I've had to go through this like toxic stuff, you know, some toxic people, heartbreak, you know, loss of some friendships, like all these things and a puking problem, you know, different kinds of betrayal, like all this stuff. And I don't want to sound like, oh, a victim, but it it was like, um, everyone goes through times when it's like the worst time of their life. And that's what it was. Um, 2020 was just trash, (laughs) but I was just crying. And I'm like, I'm like two years ago, I was feeling so sick out of my bed. I didn't want to go to class and all this stuff. And then I'm like a year ago, you know, I was in my job, all this stuff, but I was still in my bathroom crying because I was puking and I felt so sick. I couldn't go to work and all this stuff. And I remember like almost a year ago, I scheduled my appointment to get a scope down on my stomach to see what was going on. And I remember feeling so bad for missing so much work because I was throwing up all the time. I was so skinny. All the nutrients was leaving my body. Nothing was staying in my stomach. And if you don't know, I just had like, um, my stomach was very irritated. I would throw up constantly everything I ate. Um, But turns out scope was done. There was nothing in my stomach. Nothing was wrong. I was on a medicine they had given me that was supposed to heal ulcers, stuff like that. So I don't know if I had something like that, but down the road, I've just, praise God, I don't have any cancer or ulcers or anything like that. But down the road, there's been certain foods I can't eat. And so I also have to manage my stress and anxiety. So it's kind of those things that I'm constant in. Um, and there are certain things So I don't get certain apps. Everyone else has, like, I don't have be real just because uh, I think for me, it wouldn't be healthy. And um, certain other things. I can't eat certain foods. I don't go certain places just because, you know, it might not be good for me or my stress level. But anyways, um, even a year ago, I was still puking and crying in my bathroom. And so I'm standing in this amazing podcast space and I'm just like, look at God. I'm just like, I can't believe my life right now. Like the fact that I was like, oh, Katie, I had Tuesday, you know, eventual alum on Friday, no boo on Saturday. Like, no, like the fact that I'm in this podcast space, like planning an event to have X amount of people come from all out of town and all these, you know, connections I have. And a year ago, I was so sick. I hated my life two years ago. I was sick and sad and I hated my life. Like, that's why I like to reflect is because I'm like, bro, if those versions of Morgan could see this now, she would just absolutely break down and be like, I want to be you. I want keep going. I want to be you. And it's just nuts. It is absolutely nuts what can happen in your life when you submit it to God. And I'm still figuring everything out. There's still times where I'm super, you know, struggling still. But let me tell you something like 
there's there's like okay you know you're not alone you don't you don't need to always have someone around you don't always need to have physical touch you don't always need all these things you're gonna be okay and when telling myself that I'm like okay and there have been things that I struggle with like I like physical touch and I'm like oh my gosh it's been this many months and I'm still okay like wow this wasn't the end of the world and you know when we're not living with God sometimes all those things are like the biggest thing in the world to us oh my gosh well I didn't do this and I always do this and if I don't do this then my whole world is over and when you step back and you realize like the bigger picture it's like your world isn't over you can live without that and you're gonna be okay actually like it's pretty wild so that is pretty cool um just everything that god has been doing in that area um it's it's pretty wild and that puking issue was really really big on me And I remember being so hopeless in that moment. So thinking like, I will never be healed from this, like this and this. And it took so long, but I'm so grateful that I really only throw up ever if I do, if I, you know, am nauseous, if I like smell things really bad or eat the wrong thing or um, have a lot of anxiety. So the fact that I know that is, you know, such a miracle in itself that I can manage that. And I, I really haven't thrown up in so long and it's just absolutely amazing like I just I you, you don't understand it really until you go through crazy stuff like that and you know I mean people who have gone through you know kind of things where they never thought that it, it's just you I don't know I'm sorry like I just never thought I really never thought that they would have answers or figure anything out and to to say that I haven't thrown up in so long is like such a testimony of God's power and that took three years like three years so, you know, don't doubt the miracle. Just be strong in the waiting time. Have faith. And that's, I just think so many times we give up so fast. And I want to, th- like, did you even fight? You know, I mean, I feel like I, we love movies. We love heroes. We love all those people. But it's because they were resilient and they fight. And I think that's so many times why I have these people on the podcast. I'm attracted to resilience. I like it when... <laughs> and authenticity. When someone's in a situation and it's so much easier to be like, I'm out, I'm done, peace. But they said, you know what? Like, no, like I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight this battle. I'm gonna go in there, I'm gonna fight this operating room, I'm gonna fight this, I'm gonna fight for this, I'm gonna fight, fight. And then, and then, you know, they win or they overcome it or they get free from it or they get healed or they get this relationship or whatever, like stuff like that. I'm a sucker for a happy ending and stuff like that just fills my soul and gets me so energized. And I'm like, we have to share your story. And that's really the premise behind the podcast is resiliency. Um, but that's, that's pretty huge. So God is doing big things in Springfield. God is doing big things in my life. And, you know, like I said, too, you don't always know what's going on behind closed doors in people's life. And so, I mean, if you can just pray for me and I'm praying for you guys, like that's that's huge because there is stuff going on and it can be really hard. But yes. So there is one other thing I want to touch on before we close. I know I told you it was going to be serious. Don't be mad. I told you. Um, One more thing I want to touch on really is. We talked about it. I talked about it for a second. Like, I just, when I go on TikTok, I feel like it's just such a trendy thing um, to not do healthy relationships. And it really makes me sad. And something that I gave 
I was actually talking to a friend of mine and we were talking about something and she was describing a scenario of so-and-so and blah, 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 and whatever. And I basically told her, I was like, look, I've been in things where I was told like, oh, well, I love her or I love you and I did this. And I'm like, look, like love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It isn't rude. Like straight out of the Bible. So whatever your relationship is, you know, maybe you're infatuated Maybe you love the power, the control, the adrenaline rush. But if either parties are not being patient, being kind, you know, isn't boastful, it wasn't prideful, all these things, like, if, then is it love, you know? Or is it just something else? You know, your connection, your pull, your this and this. And I'll go on TikTok and I just see all these things like, oh... I went on a date tonight, gonna, but I'm still ending the night at my ex's house. I'm like, why is that so glamorized? Like, why is that such a trendy thing in culture is to just like not ever heal. And even though we TikToks of like people on their wedding day and they're like getting married, but still thinking about my ex. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> this is why I have trust issues and I suck. Like, I would cry if my man at my wedding is like, I'm not over my ex. Like, what? No, no. It is a lot of work to work on yourself and it's a lot of work to get out of like bad situations and I just want to encourage you to set the boundary that you need. Sometimes it's the women, sometimes it's the guys and being strong in that. Like obviously if you're in something and you're like connected to that person, it's really hard to kind of create that boundary and it takes a lot of strength. You know, there are things where you can have distance, if you need to separate on social media, move, do whatever you got to do. But at least from my perspective, having something healthy with the love that is patient and kind and, and here for you and all these things is so worth it. It's so right. I want to be loved by a man like the way that God loves me, even just if he can even do it a little like I want to be loved that way. I want to be cared for that way. I want to be thought of that way. I want to be and I don't want to like, you know, it's, it's tough. I'm like, do I DM this guy? Do I? No, like I, I want to be pursued and all these things. And that doesn't happen a lot. And that's why I get impatient or other women do, or maybe guys do. But at this time in my life, at this age now, I'm finally in this headspace where I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with waiting um, because I'm going to be a whole person. I want to be healthy and I want to be treated. The relationship I want is I want to be pursued. I'm a very independent woman. Um, I walk with confidence. Sometimes I'm dominant or whatever, but I like who I am and I'm not going to feel bad about that, but it's also in a relationship. You know, I am not going to be the man in a relationship. Like I will be pursued. I'm the girl. I wear the dress. Like <laughs> I'm not going to cook, um, but I'll clean. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll make money to hire a chef. Uh, yeah, but I just really want to encourage that because there's just such a culture of, you know, we're behind our phones. We don't really have to talk to people a lot and we don't have to always move on. And for the sake of meeting new people, like I don't want to meet someone new and he's still not over his ex or all these things. Like, you know, for the sake of yourself, choose to be loved healthy. Choose to be loved 
with a love that reflects God's love. Because ask yourself in your situation, like, is this how I want my daughter to be treated? Is this how I want my son to be treated? If God was in the same room with me, with my man, is this how, like, would I be okay with him seeing it? If my mom or dad was in this room, would they be okay with this kind of behavior? Like, ask yourself all those questions and... If any of the answers are absolutely not, then I, I really just encourage you to kind of reevaluate your situation and see maybe if it's time to make a change. It is really hard. It takes a lot of time. But like I've always said, good things take time. I mean, nothing rushed and super fast is always quality. And if you want a real good, healthy, passionate love, like you're going to have to work on yourself and wait for it. Um, but I'm waiting with you, Will, so let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But so that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, and I guess this episode is pretty deep. I, I guess I thought it was going to be, I thought I was going to like cry a little bit, but I didn't. So that's cool. Um, yeah, but, you know, we want to keep it. That's That's everything that God's been putting on my heart, honestly. And I'm really excited about everything going on. I also put a poll on my podcast page and you guys said you wanted crew necks. Um, so yeah, maybe I can finesse a way to get t-shirts and crew necks soon. So, but you guys gotta, I want to see that that's sold out on the website. Like I'm not trying to make all this much and nobody buy it. So you better like buy it all Buy. I want to see every single one person in your family have keeping up with cash on, but yeah. So that is cool. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being cool with different episodes and different vibes on every single, excuse me, oh my gosh, on every single thing. Um, And thank you for just kind of letting me share my heart and give you a glimpse into my current world. And I I always just want to be really 100. I always want to be really humble about it. Um, And something, I do want to say this, so... (laughs) So I keep winning this contest at work. Um, we basically have this like price is right type of deal. And it's we guess the hours and whoever wins gets anywhere from like the first place gets like 150, second place 100, third place $75. And I've won like first place like three months in a row. And then I got, I lost one week and then I got second place this past month. And everyone's like looking at me like, mm, you cheated, like girl, what's your secret? I'm like, I'm literally not cheating. Um, it's really just a numbers game. You know, you want to look at past months, compare, you know, the trends, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, but for all the things that God's been doing in my life, I, I tell my coworkers, I was like, look, man, I started tithing at church a lot. Like I just started kind of giving like every Sunday, Um, and that's not, I'm not trying to flex on me at all. Like I usually be really like discreet about it and I don't really talk about it, but I'm saying that, you know, when we give to God, when we give our time and our money to him and his church and his people, he blesses us. And just to go back to my list and be like, oh yeah, in September I got two pairs of my dream shoes. I went on the radio and... I was an evangel alumni spotlight at 23. Like, and beat my dad in ping pong. Like, those were some very significant, awesome things that have happened in one month. Like, that's absolutely nuts. And so I've just been very much in this season of like, let's, and I want to keep it up because my mood is up. Like, I feel very in tune with God and it's awesome. So if, if you're someone where you aren't really in a place with God, where you've been spending time with him, 
literally, even if it's just like five to 10 minutes, just tell him like what you're struggling with and pray about it. And, and if, if, if your life starts to change at all, message me. Cause I'm, I'm here for a story and I, I love your guys' DMS always. They're always open. Love you guys. Uh, you know, take some time for yourself. It's okay to look back at your past in order to see how far you've grown and dream about your future, pray about your future, um, and be open for opportunities. And I know it's really hard, but embrace the suck. And even if I don't feel like Springfield's my whole place, instead of me like crapping on it the past two weeks, I've really been able to have a good mindset and I've really been able to open my heart to Springfield. And because of that, I really am getting a different perspective on it. And I think God's going to do a lot of big things in me here. And it's exciting. And now I don't dislike it as much because I really feel like there's a strong purpose. And I'm here to walk in it. So rock on, you guys. Love you. Obviously, use my link if you want to start your own podcast. Um, it's super great. You get a gift card uh, to Amazon. So go get some you know, equipment for stuff like that. If you have any questions, just Again, shoot me in, shoot my DM. Don't shoot me. Shoot my shoot me in my DMs. Shoot my DMs. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But yeah, love you guys so much. And I will be praying for you. And I do appreciate again um, for you guys letting me be, uh, be vulnerable tonight. So have the best week. Give someone a hug. Tell someone they look good and not to eat. Um, and live your best life and also embrace your struggle because you know what chances are there's someone going through it and you can be an impact so okay kisses bye